time now for Freaky Friday. This is always a fun listen. And thank you so much to everyone who has sent in their experiences. If, if you have a Freaky Friday experience to share, please text us the short version to 2101 or you can email us afternoons at rnz.co.nz. But today we have an incredible story of highs and lows from Margaret and Peter. Hi, I'm Margaret. I'm here with my husband, Peter, in our, in our house in Rangira, in Canterbury. And here is my Freaky Friday story. I was travelling in Australia with my, friend, with my family in their camper van for six months. And as part of our trip, we called in on my best friend, who had married Pete, my husband, Peter's best friend, we met first when they got married. I was their bridesmaid and he was their best man. But he had just, he was there with a girlfriend and I'd just broken up with my boyfriend. So we didn't exactly interact very much at the time. Four years later, I was traveling in Australia with my parents in their camper van. And he had gone on his great OE, your turn. Uh-huh. I headed off overseas in 77 on my OE that I'd promised myself, away for about six, eight months. Um, towards the end, I didn't, I'd run out of steam. I didn't really want to come back to New Zealand because I had no particular reason to. And then just out of the blue, I thought, ah, oh, I know, I'll call in in Melbourne. I'll see our friends, you know, my good mate who I wanted to see anyway. And then I'll ask them about Margaret. And if she isn't married and got kids and all the rest of it, then perhaps I'll go and, you know, actually see her. I was staying at the house of my friends in Melbourne and the door opened and my friend's husband opened the door and shouted out, Hey, Mag, got a man for you. We had dinner and they started to play music. and It's all very uncomfortable. He says, you want to dance? (laughs) And I said, okay. And we danced, and we discovered that we were as mad as each other, and we danced like maniacs. We stood on each other's toes, I don't know how many times. I still remember when she walked into the lounge where I was, and just one look, and... (laughs) Pardon me. (laughs) Yeah, we kind of knew where we were headed and so, yeah, after, I think, about two, two more days, I can still remember in the early hours of the morning while we were still talking to, you know, one of those nights when we kept talking and talking, um, we were talking about travel and I was telling her where I'd like to, like to go. And then um, I stopped and very romantically I said, well, how about it then? So... She gave me this funny look and said, how about what? I said, well, you know, should we get married or something? Uh, and then she stared at me and said, well, ask properly then. <laughs> so I did the old getting down on the knees and she agreed. And so the next day, um, it was time for me to sort of mention vaguely to, his, to her father that after only half a dozen days of knowing each other, we intended to be getting married. Um, he was, shall we say, he hid in the 
spare room and wouldn't come out for a while as he digested the idea. Uh, Margaret's mother has seen this coming and she was delighted, so I had her on my side anyway. Three days later than that, I walked across the street because my friends were trying to talk us out of it. They were afraid it was a holiday romance and and they wanted to take us out to talk to us. And I wanted my dress out of our camper van. So I went over the street to get it and on the way back I got hit by the car, knocked into a coma, forgot I'd been engaged forgot everything that happened within a week. I got flown home, still in a coma. You know, it was all just the hospital, you know, waiting room, waiting to hear what was happening. She, she was in a, a, a really deep coma with no real signs of anything on oxygen and that for one week. Um, and then after that, uh, reading stabilised. And we were told then that it was very unlikely from severe brain injuries that she had that um, she would ever recover. Her family, her mum and her dad and me and cousins and that, we all rallied around the bed and did what's quite common nowadays, but which was very uncommon back in the 70s. And that was played music, told jokes and anything to act as stimulation. Oh, I'd completely forgotten that I was even engaged. I didn't know who Peter was. I reckon the only reason I recovered was because my parents and Peter came and talked to me and everything all that time, played music and told jokes. I don't think I would have come out of the coma otherwise. Yeah, after two months, uh, she was able to come home for a stay uh, for a weekend. The following year, I stayed with the family as well, but continued to get physio and recover. Um, at the end of that year, I was able to walk around the block, and that's when we decided that recovery was going to be that slow that we'd always have an excuse not to get married. So we announced we were going to get married February um, of the next year, in a few months' time. And we did that. Um, we had the wedding, and a week later, we headed on a one way ticket to London, bought an old camper van, and toured Europe for six months. Freaky Friday on Afternoons here on RNZ National and you'll be l- love to know that Margaret and Peter have now been married for 44 years. 